on the average, five times as many people read the headline as read the body copy. When you've written your headline, you've spent 80 cents out of your dollar. Now that's a quote by David Ogilvy. Apply that logic to podcasting with a slight twist. And it means that if your title is not attractive enough, you have lost 80% of your listeners. In this episode, we discuss about writing good podcast episode titles and why it is important for the success of your podcast. Welcome to the Podcasting University. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com. Hello and welcome to the Podcasting University. This is Dilip, your host. And if you're new here, then this is a show where I share a lot of information around getting started with podcasts. I share a lot of podcasting tips. And I also do a lot of interviews with successful podcasters to learn how they have succeeded at podcasting. So if you don't want to miss any of the latest episodes that I release, then do consider subscribing to the show on your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me at thepodcastinguniversity.com. Now, episode titles. But first, a quick shout out for a tool that I recommend for interview podcasts. As podcasters, we all know how challenging remote podcasting can be especially if you're running an interview format podcast. Something that I absolutely cannot compromise on is the quality of the interviews. If the audio isn't crystal clear, you are giving a reason to your listeners to browse away. But thankfully for me, I don't face that problem because I use Zencaster for all my recording needs. Zencaster provides, Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and amazing HD videos if you prefer videos. The best thing, there is nothing to download and even my guests who aren't tech savvy can get started easily by clicking the link that I send them. Now, If you are like me and are obsessed with quality, then you need Zencaster. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code thepodu. It is T-H-E-P-O-D-U you will get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all of my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now, let's continue with our conversation. Let me start by asking you a question. Do you know what is that one thing that podcasters like you and me spend the least time on? It is in crafting a good podcast episode title. Now note the term that I used, crafting. Why did I say crafting? Because writing a good title is indeed a craft. And I see so many good podcast episodes and blog posts out there which have bland titles, no curiosity, very simple titles that have no appeal. Now for somebody like me who's browsing the internet for content, those titles never invoke curiosity or the need to click over and read the post or maybe listen to that particular episode. But before we get into the details of a good podcast episode title, let me tell you a quick backstory. It was in the year 2006 that BuzzFeed started and it quickly gained 
a lot of prominence. It became very popular. Now, there were hundreds and thousands of readers that were reading their daily posts, which meant the traffic was huge. Now, what started off as a side project website using the virality aspect of articles is today a media house that is into many different dimensions of media. Now, BuzzFeed had no writers or editors back then. And as per their founders, BuzzFeed was just an algorithm to cull stories from around the web that were showing stirrings of virality. But then, something that BuzzFeed did multiplied the virality aspect of these articles and helped them explode. What was it? It was their headlines, their post titles. Now, I still remember clicking over to their website pretty much every day to read something that they had published. Though that wasn't really something that I was browsing the internet or that I wanted to read. Now, one of those titles is still fresh in my mind and it read something like, These 10 pictures were captured at the most inappropriate moment but turned out to be the best clicks. Now, does that title make you curious enough to click through? Yes, it absolutely does. And so did I. Most of BuzzFeed's post titles were written like that. They wrote click-worthy headlines that you would be so tempted to click on that you would have sleepless nights if you didn't. And they were absolutely criticized for those clickbait titles and the best SEO experts around were all complaining about how it was unethical. Why? Because some of those were purely clickbait. When you clicked over to the article, you wouldn't find much inside it. While I wouldn't call it extremely poor quality, at least that was what some of the big guys were calling these articles. Now, after a lot of criticism, BuzzFeed corrected those click-based titles to some extent, but their titles still continue to be click-worthy. Now, check out some of these recent titles on BuzzFeed. 15 specific things people commonly accept as fact, but are actually false. Another one, 16 people who are probably, no, definitely having a much worse week than you. Now, every one of these titles make you so curious that you just don't have a choice but to click on them. Now, between 2006 and 2013, if my memory is right, many more such websites popped up on the internet. There were a lot, in fact, and every one of those had the exact same strategy. Pick a viral article, write a clickbait headline for it, and generate a lot of traffic, and then make money with it. Now, sites like uh, boldpanda.com, upworthy.com, they all followed this trend that BuzzFeed had started and made a windfall. That was the time I was experimenting with many different things in internet marketing, and I too jumped on the trend. I created a website that curated viral articles from around the internet, and I used the same clickbait titles strategy for these articles. In about less than six months, that site was getting around 25,000 page views per month. I made some decent money running ads on this site, and then I sold this website on Flippa for about $2,700 odd. Now that's a good amount of money for six months worth of effort, isn't it? We are about five minutes into today's episode and I'm hoping that you're enjoying the conversation today. If you are, then please do consider recommending this podcast to people who you think would benefit from the information that I share on this show. Sharing is pretty simple. All that you need to do is just send the link to your friends and on your social media circles so that people can click over on that link and listen to the show in there. So go ahead, recommend this show with your friends and your social media circles and let them benefit from the information that is being shared on this episode. 
Now let's continue with our conversation for the day. Let us come back to podcasting and podcast episode title. Now what is it that your audience sees first when they stumble upon your podcast or any other form of content for that matter? It is the title of that post or the title of the episode. And then the decision to click that play button is taken only after that title pulls them in and then compels them to click the play button. So if you don't want to waste all of that effort that you've put in to create a masterpiece of content, then focus on writing good titles. Don't listen to those that keep crying about clickbait titles. If your content can talk to your title and provide the value that the title promises, then it is not a clickbait title. So go ahead and confidently write click-worthy titles. Now, if you're wondering what goes into titles that get clicks, then the formula is simple and it consists of just three things. One, curiosity. Two, scarcity. And third, FOMO or the fear of missing out. Now, some of the proven titles that have worked for me includes something like the how-to titles, the mistakes to avoid titles, and nobody ever told you this type of title. These are all some very successful titles that I've used in my emails, in my blog posts, and you too can use these. Let your imagination run wild and experiment with title. After all, it is about being rewarded for the efforts that you've put in to create that masterpiece of content. Now, the question is, how do you write those titles if you aren't as skilled as the writers at BuzzFeed? It is simple. Take inspiration. And I'll share with you three simple ways that you can get excellent inspiration for writing titles like these. Titles that convert, titles that make people click on them, titles that can get you a lot of listeners for your podcast. Number one, YouTube. Now the first and the easiest one is to use YouTube. You can go to YouTube and search with any generic term that you want. Then use the filter to sort by the view count. Then go through each of these results and see if there are any titles that push you or compel you to click through to the video and watch the video. Now, let me give you two examples. Um, you can compare these two titles. First one is the top nine podcast interview questions to ask your guest. And the second one is top five uncommon interview questions to ask on your podcast or video interviews. Which out of these do you think is something that is compelling you to click and watch the video? The second one, right? And that is probably one of the reasons why it has more views as well. And that is precisely what your objective too is. Find good titles that are click worthy and build a repository of those titles. You can then customize them and keep reusing it again and again to write good podcast episode titles. Number two, alltop.com. Now, alltop is a content aggregator that aggregates content from different niches. You will be able to find a lot of articles, posts, and news items from different niches but all nicely organized on alltop.com. And the best part, the collection only shows the headlines or titles of these posts. So if you want to read any of these articles or posts, you need to click on those titles to be taken to that article. And if that headline or title is click-worthy, you'll be able to know it on the dashboard itself. So irrespective of what niche you are in, I would recommend going to alltop.com and browsing through the different titles out there. If you want to be specific, you can go to a specific category and do this, but I would recommend keeping it generic. Then browse through the titles and see which one compels you to click through. Note it down on a notepad or maybe an Excel sheet. Make a collection of these and reuse them. You can customize them according to your requirements or your niche and then keep reusing it for your podcast episode. Number three, Google search. Now this is the easiest, the simplest one, and it is to do a quick Google search with something like 
headlines that get clicks or maybe good headline examples or something like that. You'll be able to find hundreds and thousands of blog posts that talk about sample headlines that get conversion. You can go through them, read the blog posts that you find are good. You can copy and keep these sample headlines and customize it according to your requirements. I would recommend maintaining a list of maybe about 150 such titles so that you can keep reusing it again and again. So go ahead, maintain that list and keep reusing them. Now there is an excellent article on WordStream that has about 88 such examples of good headlines. And it is also a nice article that will teach you how to write good headlines. I'll link to this article on the show notes for this episode. You'll be able to find that on the podcastinguniversity.com forward slash 83. You can go and check out that article. It is an extremely good article. So that is all that I have for this episode. And I'm hoping that you found value in the conversation today. And if you did, then do visit the podcastinguniversity.com forward slash 83 for the show notes, the transcript, and also all the resources that I spoke about in today's episode. And you'll also be able to find some of the recommended resources for podcasting there. So if you want to get started with your own podcast, these resources will be extremely helpful for you. And if you're new to podcasting, then feel free to join the 10-day free e-course that I have on the website, which will help you get started with your own podcast. And it covers pretty much everything that you need to get started with your own podcast. Go ahead and join the course for free today. The Podcasting University is available on pretty much all podcasting platforms. Whatever is your favorite podcasting platform, pick that one and give it a listen in there. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss out on the latest episodes that I release. So that is all that I have for this episode. You can listen to the Podcasting University on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Prime Music, Geo Savan and Ghana as well. Pick your favorite platform and listen to the show in there. I'll be back again the next week with another interesting information around podcasting. Until then, keep listening to the Podcasting University and you all have a wonderful rest of the week.